What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to The John Cordray Show number 61. In this episode, I talk about overcoming entrepreneurial burnout with Chris Ducker. If you are an entrepreneur and you are online or maybe you own your own business, you know what it's like. You know how stressful it can be and how lonely it can be. And today, I sit down with my friend and mentor, Chris Ducker, and we talk about how to overcome that burnout that comes with being an entrepreneur. Coming up in the John Cordray Show. Welcome to the John Cordray Show. My name is John Cordray, and I'm a national certified therapist, and I'm the calm expert. And this show is all about ways to keep calm. If you have stress or anger or anxiety or fear or depression, this is a place for you. All of my episodes talk about ways that you can keep calm. And today, I am really excited to be able to introduce to you Chris Ducker. And we're going to talk about ways to overcome that burnout that comes with being an entrepreneur. When you look at Chris and you, you, those of you who are listening probably know Chris or heard of Chris Ducker and it looks like, wow, he's got it all together. He's famous. He's out there and talking to all these great people. Uh, but he's a person too. <laughs> Believe it or not, Chris Ducker is a person and he would be the first to tell you. Uh, and be honest with you, that he struggled with burnout. And so this episode is not about ways to make money. It's not about ways to build your business and get your personal brand. That's what Chris does. He talks about that at upener.fm on his podcast and on his website. But this is a little bit different. Chris is going to kind of pull back the curtains a little bit and, and give you a sneak peek inside of of his personal life and his struggles with burnout. And I'm so delighted, so excited to have Chris. And I'm so inspired that he's not afraid, not ashamed to talk about his emotions. And so when he said he would be okay to be coming on my show, I said, yes, awesome. And because I want to get his perspective from a different point of view, someone who's been there, someone who's done it, but someone who struggled with it as well. He's very successful in what he does, 
but it didn't come easy. He had a lot of hard work, a lot of things that he had to work through as a, as a person, as a husband, as a father, as a business owner. And a lot of times I think we look at people like Chris online, we see how successful they are. Chris wrote a book as well, The uh, Virtual Freedom. He runs a very successful uh, mastermind group called Youpreneur, which I'm a part of, and that's actually how I got to know Chris. So it's really easy to look at someone like Chris and say, wow, they, he has it all together. Look at him. I want to be like him. But Chris would be the first to say, hey, don't be like me. Be like you. And he is willing to come on here and share his struggles because I bet you have felt this at one time or another as well. And that is, what do you do when you get burnt out? You start out with excitement and gusto and things are going well. And then all of a sudden, all of this work and all the effort starts to get mundane. And then it starts to get to you. And maybe perhaps it affects your health. And that's what this episode is about. This is, Chris is going to kind of deep dive into his past and how his stress led him to burnout and even led him to the hospital. And so I want you to really pay attention to this because I think you can learn some lessons here. You can apply this to your own life and hopefully prevent you from getting to the hospital because of burnout. And so I'm really excited to introduce to you Chris Ducker. I do want to make a side note here. You know, best laid plans uh, when Chris decided to come on my show, I was so excited and then I had some technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, don't you love those technical difficulties? So I had to use a different microphone, uh, not the one I'm using right now. Uh, so bear with me. It's still audible. It's, it's still fine. It's just not my normal mic that I use. So I wanted to point that out to you. Uh, I appreciate you, you sticking in there with me because there are so many golden nuggets in here that I want you to pay attention to. And make sure you check out my show notes, and I'll have everything that Chris does on my show notes. So you can follow him and learn from him. Uh, I can't recommend that enough. And please, please check out Youpreneur. And uh, I'll, I'll speak more to that later, and it will be in my show notes. But if you're an entrepreneur, you know what it's like to be lonely. So why not join a great group of people at Youpreneur? All right, without further ado, here's Chris Ducker. Chris, I am so delighted that you have um, decided to come on my show. I'm, I'm so excited that Chris Ducker is on the John Cordray Show, and I really appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule and busy life to come on and share a little bit about your entrepreneurial life. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. I'm not that busy. Like, it's all a facade. I, I basically do nothing all day. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure to be here, John. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, ever since I joined Youpreneur, uh, I, I've gotten to know you even more. And uh, just hearing your heart and hearing your story. And I just really, as soon as I heard about your story, I wanted to, to see if you could come on my show. And that story is that you are very vocal about the times that you have reached burnout in yes. your business and hustling and running, going here and going there. 
and you are very vocal about it, and you're not ashamed to talk about your story. And I think it's something that so many people out there who are trying to start up their own business and to, to be an online entrepreneur or maybe a brick-and-mortar entrepreneur, and they, they feel like they have to go, go, go. And if they mm -hmm. slow down, they're going to miss out. And I mm -hmm. think you have a different story there. You, you kind of thought that way, go, go, go. But you realized you do have to slow down. And that's what I want. I want to hear kind of the behind the scenes of Chris Ducker. Who is Chris Ducker? We know what, what he is on the outside, <laughs> but let's look on the inside for a moment. <laughs> You're opening up a can of worms here, man. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I think one of the reasons why I have been so vocal about that burnout that I and I've I've actually experienced I, I would say probably two bouts of burnout. One of them was very, very, very extreme. Um and that was in late two thousand nine. And um one morning I, and at that point I should give you a bit of a backstory. At that point I had about hundred and thirty people working for us. We were doing about one point four, one point five million dollars a year in revenue. We're very you know, I would class that as a successful small business, but I personally was doing 16-hour days pretty much six days a week, um, and I had been doing that for a, a good few years at this point. And then one day uh, at the beginning of um, December, I'd say around the end of the first week of December in 2009, I, um, I woke up one morning and I physically couldn't get out of bed. And I'm not exaggerating my words when I say that. I couldn't get out of bed. My body had given up on me. I was at it exhausted. Um, and later that afternoon, I somehow, you know, mustered up the, the energy with the help of my wife to get into the car and go to the ER and have a proper checkout. And um, I was admitted immediately, put on um, uh, liquids immediately. I was thoroughly dehydrated because ultimately I'd been living on coffee for so long. Um, and, uh, I was in hospital about a week. Uh, they treated me for depression. They treated me for sleep disorder of some variety. Um, and, uh, after about a week in hospital, uh, gaining a little bit of weight and, um, I came home and, uh, I rested for another week or so. And then Christmas came around and it was fun and games. And, and me and my wife actually took some time off between Christmas and New Year to go to a beautiful resort here, uh, the Shangri-La Resort here in Cebu, for a couple of nights. And no devices, no computers, nothing like that. And we just sat and talked and kind of reconnected a little bit. Um, and uh, it was very clear at that point that, you know, we had decided that, that things needed to change within the business. Um, it was also very clear that I had stopped running the business and the business had started running me. Mm -hmm. And so 2010 was all about really recovering from that burnout and, and removing myself from the business as much as I possibly could. Um, and becoming what I was calling myself or wanted to become was a, a virtual CEO, uh, which I thought sounded very sexy <laughs> um, at the time. It still sounds pretty sexy, actually. Let's not beat around the bush there. So we, um, so we did it. You know, By the end of 2010, I'd, I'd all but removed myself from day-to-day -day operations of the business. I had to hire eight people to do that. That's how thinly spread I was. Um, and uh, here I am now, you know, six years later, um, we are a multi, multi, multi seven-figure annual revenue business. We have 470-odd people working for us. Uh, I work for my home office. 
office 95% of the time and I work Monday through to Thursdays. I, I don't work Fridays anymore. I have a three-day weekend. So, and I do about six or seven hours a day max, Monday to Thursday. And that's how I recovered from that burnout. Um, and I'm very proud of that story because uh, it's not everybody that could have turned that around and actually turned all that negative into several positives, you know? That's exactly right. And I think this is something that's not always talked about. No, it's not. Which is the reason why I do it. Yeah. Because yeah, it, uh, it really, it really, people just, they resonate with this so much in the entrepreneurial space. Um, and then I had another second bout, somewhat a burnout, um, in late 2013 as I was wrapping up the final uh, manuscript for my book, Virtual Freedom, um, which ironically enough starts with an introduction of me telling the story how I got over mm-hmm. burnout um, and here I was you know it was late I think it was December again actually well, well no it wasn't it was November and I had to get the manuscript into my publisher and I was on a deadline and I was stressing myself out like crazy trying to get this book finished um, and uh, I did I hit a I hit a wall I wouldn't say I burned out mm-hmm. but I was very close to it very very close to it again um, because of the stress uh, associated with finishing off the book um, and having to do everything else that I was having to do day to day as well, and uh, I kind of I got very run down. Um, I actually developed uh, shingles hmm. on the side of my neck, which is usually kind of what happens to older people because their immune systems drop mm-hmm. so low. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to go on antibiotics for that. And it was very, very painful. It wasn't fun at all. It was a very painful uh, rash that, that I got on the side of my neck. And uh, after a couple of weeks, I recovered from that. And my wife was juicing like crazy. My wife is a yogi. She's a yoga teacher and instructor. So she was giving me green juices several times each day to kind of boost my immune system. And we were doing yoga every single day and all this sort of stuff. And I, I, was, I was able to avoid what I believe would have been my second bout of a full-blown burnout because of the, the measures that we took just before it kind of hit me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I, I think you'll learn from the first one. Yes. I, I mean, you know, the warning signs were already yeah. there. I didn't get I didn't get any skin problems the first time around, but you know, the the uh you know, the nonstop headaches and uh sleep problems and all that sort of stuff. I, I saw some of the warning signs for sure. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week We talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like human. Please follow the link in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so wise to be able to know what the warning signs are and to take action. Don't ignore them. No. And, yeah. and, and I think so often uh, with, within the whole entrepreneurial world, we're so caught up with doing, doing, doing and the hustle and, and they got to get to the next level. 
that we yeah. forget about taking care of ourselves. Yeah, and, yeah, we you do. Know, you 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 mentioned uh, just being dehydrated. You know that simple, this kind of a simple thing that you, you kind of neglected. You drink, you, or you drink coffee all the time, but you neglected drinking water. And I think that is a the very common thing that people miss. They they, they look over. They don't mm. realize that they need to stay hydrated because yeah. they're so busy. There's so much hustling. They're not really taking care of their own bodies. Indeed. And, and, and that's one of the things that I, I talk a lot about within Keep Calm Academy and in my practice, how important it is to take care of your health. And your, your physical health is so much so connected with your emotional health. And it's so important to take care of both and, and not just be on the go all the time. And I just really appreciate you just kind of letting people know that neglecting yourself and your body is, is definitely a, a sign or a symptom of a bigger issue going on. Mm. Mm. And, Indeed. and, and, you know, it, we kind of look over, it's glamorous, right? To be that serial entrepreneur. That's pretty glamorous. That's sexy. Yeah. And, and yet, how do you get there? And you mentioned hitting walls. And how often do we, we as entrepreneurs hit a wall, whether it's our health or, or trying to figure out where to go the next way, that we forget about ourselves. And, and then we hit that wall and we start getting down. We start getting anxious. We get stressed. And then our immune system, like you talked about with yourself, it, it deteriorates. And then hopefully... You don't end up in a hospital like you have. Mm. Hopefully, when people are listening to this, that they can realize, you know what? That's me. I do that. I'm always on the go and I neglect myself. I, I don't think about eating well or I don't think about drinking enough water. I don't think about taking breaks. And I always have to go, go, go. And I think what you're saying, you're highlighting and saying, no, wait, wait a minute. Look yeah. at the bigger picture here. Look at your health. Your health comes first. If, if you're not healthy, your business is not going to be healthy. Well, every, every, everything, everything will be affected, right? I mean, Absolutely. you know, I don't know. I mean, it's like once that happened, it, I really started paying more attention. Like I, my wife says it all the time when she's teaching yoga, listen to your body. Mm-hmm. I hear her say it just countless times. Every class I'm either in myself or I'm sitting on the side or taking photos of her and I students or whatever it is for her i mean i uh i've i've learned to do that you know in a very innate way over the last few years um and i believe number one i i have a way better diet today than i ever had before Mm. um number two uh i sleep better than i used to because of the fact that i'm exercising every day in some variety as well Either it's on the elliptical. I bought I bought a three thousand dollar elliptical trainer and put it in um, my one of my spare bedrooms here in the house because I didn't want to waste forty minutes a day there and back driving to the gym just to keep fit. So I I, I invested three like I invested three thousand dollars in my fitness is what mm-hmm. I'm saying right mm-hmm. and I use the damn thing every single day. I hate working out. I'll be the first to admit it. I'm serious. I don't like exercising. Yeah. I truly do not. I I it doesn't stimulate me like where I say oh man I can't wait to hit. I can't wait to work out in the morning. No, I never <laughs> say, 
never have I ever said that. <laughs> but the fact is, I do it because I know it's good for me. That's why I eat vegetables in a plentiful amount nowadays yeah. because I know it's good for me. Whereas back in my 20s, I was a pie and chips kind of guy from London. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and when we talk about being from London, I do yoga several times a week now. Men don't do yoga where I'm from in London. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I've totally changed. I've, I've changed my outlook on that. And, 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 and it's, it's enabled me to be able to be a better entrepreneur and to get more done in less time. But the one thing it's enabled me to do is actually just be present more mm-hmm. because of the fact that I don't work Fridays. That's a day with our, with our youngest at school where it's just me and the wife like all day. Yeah. We regularly just hit the cinema in the middle of the afternoon after lunch together or we'll do a, a double yoga session just because we can yeah. or, or we'll just go for a walk or maybe we'll just sit around flaking in front of the TV on the Friday. It, it, it genuinely is a day where I don't work. It's like a three-day weekend and being more present for, this, for my son as well. Like when he comes back from school late afternoon – I'm done working. Like he never has to come and knock on my home office door. I'm always downstairs in the living room waiting for him to burst through the door to tell me about his day at school. And we do Lego and we watch Netflix and we have dinner and then I read him a story and he goes to bed and, and that's, that's the, the lifestyle that I want to live now. Now I don't put down people that are all about the hustle, all about the grind. If that's the way that they want to live their lives, like Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, you know, Gary and I have become somewhat friends. We're not best buddies or anything, but you know, we we have an open level of communication with each other. And I've told him outright, I don't know how the hell you do it. <laughs> I seriously don't know how you work 18 hours a day every day. Like I, I don't get it. And he's like, well, I can do it. Some people can't. You know, I'm not saying that this is how you become successful, but this is how I am doing it. I'm just sharing you how I'm living my life. It's up to you whether you want to follow it or not. And I respect that a yes, lot. Yes. Um, but, you know, it, it really comes down to it's personal preference time. And I think as I've hit, you know, my early 40s, I'm becoming a little bit more older and wiser, uh, less hair, um, <laughs> yet more good looking as a whole. And therefore, I, I'm just looking at this stuff a little bit more, you know. And they're quite, quite more humble as well. Yes. And, and, you know, the a word I use, <laughs> the word I use actually today very seriously more than, I mean, I've probably said this word more in the last three years than I have done in my entire life. And that is the word blessed. Mm. I use that word several times every day. I'm blessed to have dinner with my family every night. I'm blessed to be able to read yet another Star Wars storybook to my son. Mm. Uh, I'm blessed to be able to have those Friday afternoons. I'm blessed to have the online community full of friends like you. And that's the way I look at them, by the way. They're not fans, followers, subscribers, customers. Anyone that I converse with on a regular basis through my work online, they're friends. And, you know, that's honestly, I hate the word fans. I hate it. I never use that word ever. Uh, and, and so, you know, I'm, I'm all about just doing what I enjoy doing now. And, uh, you know, that enables me to live the kind of lifestyle I want. So how, okay, just for a moment, let's, let's go back before pre burnout Mm. and you were hustling, things were going, you were excited, you were moving forward. 
what would you tell yourself now if you could if you could go back before you got burnt out? What would you say to yourself? Is this a G-rated show? Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Let's keep it clean. Okay. Um, what would I tell? I mean, I you know, I would tell myself, you know, knowing what I know now and what I went through, um, I would tell myself to stop being so selfish. I think first and foremost, um, selfish with, you know, my focus on the business and not necessarily on the family. Um, because at the end of the day, that's all we've really got. Yes. You know, um, after our health is it's our family. Um, you know, and I think I, 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 you know, I believe that I would probably sit myself down and and give myself a, a darn stern talking to, um, I would also tell myself, you know, or, or at least try and educate myself, on the power of delegation and what it can do not only to alleviate some of that stress and and you know that that kind of overworked type of mentality but also to help me grow my business because it has you know bringing people on board to my business to a replace me and then b to take my business to the next level has enabled me to grow my business by like five Five times in terms of size, in terms of monetization, in terms of reach, in terms of value. Um, so that's what I would do. I, I would call myself a bloody idiot to begin with, and then I would start educating myself on the power of delegation and, and really leading and not managing. There's oh, a difference yes. between the two. Um, and that's what I, I am a horrible horrible manager of people i'm one of the worst you'll ever come across i'm terrible at managing but i can lead i can lead very very well and that's why i believe that i've been able to grow the business as fast as i have as big as i have at a distance because of the fact that i'm leading my people now and not managing them uh and i think that's uh that was probably one of the biggest lessons i've learned oh yeah that's so so good that's great advice, you know, because I'm, I'm sure there are people who are listening to this or they are either starting or, or maybe they're, they're into their business already and they're just going full tilt. And I think, mm. I think there are definitely people who are like Gary that you mentioned who are they're all about the hustle, right? Keep going, keep going. And that's great if you can do that. But I, I tend to think from my perspective as a therapist, not everybody can do that. In fact, most people in the, in the population and in the world, it's not able to do that. I could be wrong. Correct. But when Correct. I look at the statistics and just within the U.S., there are 40 million people who are diagnosed, who are reported diagnosed uh, with an anxiety disorder. 40 million in the U.S. alone. And then you add another 15 million with people who have a depressive disorder. That's 55 million people in the U.S. alone who have right. anxiety and depression. That's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and how, how much of that is, is spurred on with stress. And mm. when, when stress comes on, when you feel overwhelmed. And you feel like you can't do enough. And that's where stress comes in. And what I'm hearing you say, you, you are very, very successful with what you do. And, and so what you say matters. This is something that you've lived. And you are successful, but you're successful because you've learned to 
take breaks, to rest, to yes. take care of your body, that you've learned to listen to your body, as your wife Urs has mentioned to you. I think that's great advice. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, the, I think the importance that I now place on actually the stuff, there's a technical term for you, <laughs> the, the stuff that I do outside of work, like that's, that takes priority for me now. Mm. Like we actually plan out regular trips. We plan out what we're going to do on the weekend. Even if it's still stuff that we do in the house, it, it's still planned out. Like we'll go out and buy like a load of craft stuff and then, you know, make silly murals to put up on the walls and, you know, all this sort of stuff that we do. It, it, it's, you know, there's, there's genuine thought that goes into all of those activities, all the things that we do away from work. And I think because of the fact that I'm planning those things out in advance, it allows me also to then switch off from work when I'm not working, yes. if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Learning to, to unplug and switch off, I think that is great advice. Mm. You know, I, I have a question when you're, you are the mastermind of youpreneur right you you keep you're the, you're the the brainchild of 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 youpreneur and i'm a part of that and i was one of the, the early adopters and i love it and and i can't say enough about youpreneur but i can't i have to ask you this while i have you <laughs> captivated right now is in some way when you started thinking about youpreneur were you somehow thinking about that entrepreneur that's by themselves struggling to keep going it may be stressed out and maybe somehow you wanted to create a community to help other entrepreneurs uh, not feel alone or feel like they have to do it all by themselves. You, your, your story about burnout and how important it is for you to take time for you and your family. I can't help but think that's part of why you developed youpreneur. Oh, it's one of the, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, I got a frog in my throat here all of a sudden. I mean, that that was it. That was the reason behind. That was exactly the reason behind Youpreneur. It was the fact that, you know, um I realized, you know, through my own experiences and through, you know, speaking to people and, and friends within my online community that I genuinely was not alone um in my entrepreneurial endeavors. Um, but also that we were all lonely mm. <laughs> as part of those endeavors. And so I wanted to cure that entrepreneurial loneliness. And we use that term actually in marketing material for the membership itself. We call it, you know, the cure to entrepreneurial loneliness. And it is. Um, it's just, you know, it's a cool term to say, surround yourself with like-minded people, people who get it, yes, people who get you and your struggles and your aspirations. And that's the reason why, um, you know, we, uh, we focus in on everything that we do inside of the community. Um, it, it's, it's that and it's understanding that nobody's got a monopoly on good ideas and it's all about supporting each other and showing accountability and being there for each other. Uh, and you're, the, you know, you're walking, talking proof, John, of how being part of a community like that can help you develop a brand, oh, develop yeah. business models, Absolutely. develop relationships and everything that goes along with that. I resonate with that so much, that entrepreneur loneliness. You know, I, when I first started, I was alone. I knew what I wanted to do, 
but I didn't know how to. And then I felt like, who do I talk to? How, who do I bounce things off of? And, and then that's how I got part to be a part of Youpreneur. Just mm. fantastic. And so I would recommend anybody. In fact, I have. I've, I've recruited people. to. to, to Did you walk around oh. conferences with your Youpreneur yeah. t-shirt on? Yes. I mean, you're a walking billboard. Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? I, I wouldn't do that if I didn't believe in it. Sure. I felt it and I live it and I, and, and I, I experienced the benefit of it. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say this. I wouldn't promote it if I didn't believe it in myself. Well, thank uh, you. I appreciate you saying that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, just, uh, I have just one more question before I sure. let you go. And it's something really kind of, uh, it's kind of my, um, I guess I'm uh, I'm the, the host of my own show, so I get to ask you this. You know, when I first started wanting and thinking about being an online entrepreneur, and I started listening to podcasts and and started to, to read blogs, and, and of course, you're definitely would, were one of them that I was listening to. You have friends in that kind of that realm, the 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 entrepreneur who are successful. Okay, uh, is this common? Is is it common for uh, the stress of life. I mean, it just sitting back, it just seems like, man, these guys have it all together. They have great lives. It's, we almost kind of romanticize it. Mm, mm. And we don't realize behind the scenes, they're, they might be struggling too with stress and burnout and trying to keep um, you know, limits to themselves and unplug when they need to. Do you find that with your friends that you hang out with and talk to that are kind of in that same realm uh, on the online entrepreneurship as you? I think every yeah, I mean I think I think everybody struggles in some way shape or form with certain things um whether it be you know work related or more personal or whatever the case may be I think we all still struggle in some way shape or form. I think what has changed is the way that we deal with those struggles and i think that's where you know experience can come into play a little bit uh, uh you know i often say that it's okay to make mistakes it's fine as long as you learn by them and you don't carry on you know uh making the same mistakes over and over again and i think that's what that that's the big difference of so the people that i you know, hang out with regularly and I've got to know and, and can call some of them very, very close friends. I mean, people like, you know, Pat Flynn and Lewis Howes and, you know, these, you know, people look at them online and they're like these big influencers. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, honestly, when I'm hanging out with those kind of guys, we actually don't talk a lot about business. Mm. Like we genuinely don't. We talk about our dreams and aspirations and our families and how we spend our days and where we buy our clothes and all this other <laughs> sort of stuff, which is completely not business related at all. So, you know, the, the business walls break down, the friendships are grown. Mm. And for me, that's what I'm all about. I truly believe that relationships should be treasured, not used. And so, you know, for me, I focus in on, you know, core relationships, as I call them, with certain people that I know are going to bring goodness to me and my life. Uh, and I want to give that back to them as well. Um, and obviously, some relationships blossom faster and more deeply than others. Uh, but ultimately, you know, I think what it really comes down to at the end of the day is that people learn to deal with, you know, their issues, their struggles, their problems, 
better as time goes by, or at least we would like to hope that they do. Um, and I think really for me and the people that I you know, call close associates and friends, um, I think that's really the defining factor is that we all, uh, through experience and through making mistakes, we've learned you know, how to handle situations. I love that. I love that. Sounds like you've learned how to keep calm. I like to think so. I like. To, I mean, you were on my podcast, and we talked about me having a little bit of road rage every now and then. But I mean, not to the point of me wanting to pull somebody out of the car and beating them up or anything like that. But um, no, I mean, I you know, we we all get a little angry every now and then. For I think sure. what 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 really it really comes down to like how you deal with it. At the end exactly. Of the day. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Chris, thank you so much. I I just I can't tell you how delighted I am that you said yes to come on to my podcast. And I, I have just really have been amazed at how, you know, this time last year I was like, like, wow, that's Chris Ducker. I can't believe, you know, listening to your podcast <laughs> and just eating it up. And now I'm talking to you. Now you're on my podcast. It just See? kind of blows my mind and it's awesome. And, and well, it's it's all my pleasure, man. You know, I mean, you're like I said, you know, I'm I'm all about developing those right kind of relationships, and you truly are, uh, you know, you embody what it means to be a youpreneur. Youpreneur for me as a community is my number one focus, day to day, right now, and it will be for a long time. And uh, when I see people like you, John, doing so well from the things that we put together, uh, you know, I'm 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 blessed to be able to. You know, have you as part of the community, but I'm also blessed to be able to call your friend because of it. And uh, it's important to me. And I want you and I want everybody listening in to that is genuine. That's not me just saying it and massaging your eardrums. You know, I, I truly believe that. And I'm very, very thankful uh, to have you in my life, man. You're, you're, a real, you're a real inspiration to me. Well, same here. And I really appreciate that. And I, I'm, I think that's the key. You know, when you're alone, when you feel alone, <laughs> you need to find friends. You need to find a community who gets you. And I think that's one of the things that I'm learning from you, that one, you're not afraid to admit um, some weaknesses, but you don't stay there. You, you talked about your burnout mm. and how you've allowed that learning from that to change you as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a business owner, and an entrepreneur, and a friend. And I love that. And I think that's what we all, we all need to think about that in our own lives. Our weaknesses, our struggles, they're real, but how can we learn from them and how we can allow them to change us to be the better person for it? And I think that is the essence of what it means to keep calm. And I, and I love it. I, and I love your story. And I appreciate your friendship, and I can't wait to develop that friendship as the, the weeks, months, and years go on. And I you appreciate know it, that. man. That's what it's about. That's what it's all about. All right. Well, I will uh, make sure I have everything that we talked about in my show notes as well. And uh, thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, man. Wow. What an interview that was. So fun to talk with Chris. And I hope you got something out of it. I hope this was encouraging to you. And I wanted to point out one of the reasons why Chris came on my show. My show is different from a lot of others out there because I deal with stress-related problems. And one of the reasons why Chris came on my show was to kind of spotlight, highlight the fact that we need to take care of ourselves and learn 
what it takes to keep calm. And so I wanted to invite you to check out my program. It's an online eight-week program called Keep Calm Academy. And if you struggle with anxiety or stress or anger or fear or depression, whatever emotional hangup that you struggle with, Keep Calm Academy will address that. It will help you and encourage you and inspire you. And it's online, but you can access all the videos, all the lessons and content from your phone. So it's very easy, very portable, very mobile. And there's over 40 lessons inside of Keep Calm Academy. I would invite you to check it out. And I hope you'll be a part of Keep Calm Academy to help you and inspire you to keep moving forward. And if you have a business, you need to take care of you first. If you go down, your business goes down. And so Keep Calm Academy is exactly what you need, I believe, to help you learn not to get so stressed out. Learn to deal with your emotions the right way. So go to keepcalmacademy.com or you can go to my website at johncordray.com for more information. Hey, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. If you are new, I hope you'll subscribe to my channel and listen and tune in. I appreciate you and I will talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.